0: This is the audio diary of the, what day is it? 23rd day of the fifth month of year 2020. And guess where I am? I am on the slope of Cypress Mountain in BC. Not actually on top yet, but definitely far up enough to see all over North Vancouver, Vancouver, Burnaby to the mountains in the distance that I think might actually be Vancouver Island. So we're talking pretty high and the day is fabulous. I have just been doing some of the hardest hikes I've ever done, definitely with a full camping backpack. Um, I was going to do very discreet wild camping because wild camping and back, backcountry camping um, I'm pretty sure is allowed now. Um, in the spirit of social distancing, I am doing this by myself, about as distant as you can be from anyone. And, but it turns out that Cypress Provincial Park is not yet open. So that was my oversight. <laughs> and so here I am. It is absolutely stunning. I am debating. It's a little past six right now, which actually means there's three more hours before sunset. Um, But I am actually debating if I should take up this beautiful spot um, that's really not protected by any wind or uh, rain. But it is so beautiful and there are some fair bit of uh, flat rocks I can see here and there that I could sleep on. Uh, with my sleeping bag, uh, there's, and it's just, I don't know, it's just amazing to see all of this. And it makes me feel like I'm really in Canada and I feel Canadian more than ever. <laughs> um, but it is also really far from a water source. Uh probably have enough water um, to sleep a night, but... Yeah, but it might be wise to continue. Um, Yeah, as I've been hiking, I've been thinking loads of different things, including, well, how difficult this damn hike is. (laughs) And on that note, you know, I think it's really worth noting the difficulty levels between the UK and Canada in terms of hiking is very real at the very least british columbia with its mountains the height is so much higher Um, i've already climbed further up than the tallest mountain in the uk ben nevis and i still haven't reached the top so so i think that maybe says something um it's just whoops excuse me my microphone fell out. Um, It's hard to describe exactly what it's like to be up here. You have to come up. Um, I didn't realize that this trail was going to involve so much scrambling but it apparently did. (laughs) Um, And there's plenty of scrambles left to go also, which is frightening. It's And it's been weird because I think it has been humbling because I had the clearly false assumption that I could hike any of these kinds of trails um, by myself without any worries. Um, and it turns out there's a fair bit of training involved with all of these trails and I really should be training. Um, And this is going to be the first time for me to go out camp outside without a tent. Uh, There is actually rain scheduled Monday night. I am really, really terribly wishing that that rain either doesn't happen or is a very light one. I do have a bivy to sleep in for Sunday night to Monday morning. But, uh, you know, it's really challenging just sleeping through a night of rain and then waking up. And then there's rain and so everything that you own is all wet and you can't you know get dressed or do anything because everything's raining. <laughs> um, so we'll see how that goes and what's been really interesting is this entire scramble up um, given how challenging it is it was really a um, reminder of what I can do and what I also can't do a um, reminder that a lot of things are actually very, very difficult, and I keep forgetting that. Um, it's yeah, It my, killed my arrogance a bit uh, to see how many breaks I needed to take, how slow I was. Um, I still have n- not made anywhere near the progress I thought I was going to make in far less time uh, because I just thought of it as the number of kilometers, not actually the complexity or sorry, the difficulty of each kilometer. Um, and it's also been a good reminder that I am such a strong person, that I can do these crazy scandals. Um There were plenty of moments where I was genuinely afraid for myself and lots of terrible kind of scenarios were playing through my head. I think with a backpack um, and I, you know, my gear's pretty good, but it's not, It's not, you know, alpine climbing, world-class gear of professionals. Um, And in this kind of situation, you know, I had these worst-case scenarios of my gear failing on me at the worst minute, um, mid-scramble, right? (laughs) When a single wrong step could really, you know, be disastrous in those kinds of situations, just imagining. Just, yeah, imagining bad things. So, it was, and yet here I am. Happy, safe, all in one piece. I don't think I'm even that bruised. So, I think that says a lot about um, how strong I am, how resilient and it's just really about putting one foot in front of the other for a really long time. Um, That gets you to a destination. Man, I'm proud of myself, Um, I'm both proud of myself and also incredibly humbled. Um, Yeah, it's been quite a while since I had such a difficult hike, Well, it's not really a hike as much as it is a scramble. Um, And it's also my first time sleeping outside in ages, or what feels like ages. Because the last time I slept outside was probably in September last year. Um, since my gear got stolen and I think, November? October? October, probably? My gear got stolen. And then since then I haven't owned a tent. I recently just bought a sleeping bag, a bivvy bag. Such, you know, these overnight camping, wild camping gear. Just bought them, so. Obviously, I am not I haven't done it in a while, and so um, there was basically renewed fear, even though these are all things I've done before, and I know that I actually enjoy it, like wild camping and sleeping outside. Um, and actually feeling the weight of the heavy pack on, on my back in a strange, masochistic way. I do enjoy it) <laughs> um, And I forgot about it, right? And this is such a good reminder to remember who you are, what you can do, and why you love the things that you love and that. Even though I'm clearly in a very different place, Um, jumping from the UK back to Canada, that I am still myself. Um, I think one thing that has happened is the is a bit of a there can always feel like a bit of a return to my former self right so i had all this um you know growth and discovery and i felt like a new person basically when i was in the uk um and life was very different and then coming back home to the same old to the same same friends, the old routines, the and w <laughs> root beer. All of that can make it feel like, um, like nothing's changed, like I've returned. Um, feels like settling back into familiar routines. Um, but among that, actually, uh, it's a really good reminder to... Um, come back out like this and Realize that I actually have changed. I have grown. I'm not the same person. I used to be when I left Canada uh, probably for the better So Yeah, it's just a bit of a self-reminder that I am all these things and I think Because I mean I left Canada for a reason I left it to escape old patterns to find a new self, um, and I did all of those things, so it's, yeah, I did all those things, so it really is very um, weird and a bit like a step back in time and step back in general to come back to Canada and find that not a lot has changed here. Some definitely has, um, but mostly not. So it feels weird, really weird. Um, Yeah, it feels really weird. I think, um, yeah. I think i have grown and i need to remind myself of that and the easiest way to remind myself of who i was when i was when i first left canada and who i was when i was in the uk and who i am now now that i've returned where i am both all of the things that i used to be um, from you know my younger self um and also this, all this additional new growth, new um, responsibility, new capabilities, new experiences, new perspectives. I am all those things at the same time and I think I'm finding a um, middle ground, either a middle ground or maybe more so a synergy between the different things. Man, there are so many uh, really beautiful camping spots among these rocks, but I'm really far away from, well, not really far away, I'm maybe two, three hundred uh, meters of scrambling away from water. So I don't know if I want to camp here. Uh, let me see if I can hear any sources of water and see if I can come back to the spot, because seriously, this. So gorgeous that it feels um, almost criminal to not sleep there. Um, I wonder if I can actually uh, scramble up to water and then come back to this spot because this is so beautiful. And I don't know if I actually want to, you know, scramble all the all up until um you know up until sunset. I could but I do want a bit of rest. Um, Let's uh, hope that I have come across the stream pretty soon because that would really solve a lot of things for me. Um, Actually, this part of the forest is really nice too. I'm quite protected from the wind, which is a massive bonus. What is all this white, is that snow? Seriously, is that snow? If it is, then my water problem is solved. Is it? I feel like it's too, um, too low in terms of altitude to have that much snow. <laughs> I can't believe I'm recording this entire process. Um, I don't know how long this is becoming. Man, is it snow? Is it snow, do I hear water? No, okay, I don't hear water. But that might be snow. <laughs> For all of you um, who are shocked that there's snow, yes, it's snow. Now, is it just on a, is it on a ledge that I can get at safely? If so, then all is good with the world. I think it is actually. That means I think I can camp at the